Hey friends, it's Candy Barone. Welcome to the show. So let me ask you, are you ready to say yes to yourself? Are you ready to live your life lit and lead your living legacy? Then you stopped at the right place. Buckle up because here we go. It's about to get raw, real, unscripted, unfiltered, and we're about to jump down some amazing rabbit holes. Let's do this, y'all. Let's get aligned as fuck. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode. Today, I want to talk about the idea of power. We have such a misrepresentation around what power really is in our culture that I want to break it down and redefine uh, what power truly is. Oftentimes, we think about power as being this force that's exerted. It's either this push or this pull, and it's power over things, or at least that's the way the energy right now, especially in our culture, um, really embodies the space around power. And so I want to I want to shift that and talk about true power, power that comes from within. Power is something that we have access to within our own being, within our own soul. It is not this space that is power over or a way to control or manipulate or exhort, exert this force to get stuff done. Power is this space of being, it's power with. And when we think about the collective opportunity for us to not only raise the level of consciousness, but also lift the level of leadership, there is an opportunity for us to understand that only way we tap into true power is to create a space where we are fully aligned in every way possible. And so when I say power, I want to give you two definitions or two different acronyms for how I break power down. So power, first and foremost, when you think about defining it or creating an acronym for the word power, the way I look at it is pure, overflowing wisdom, embodiment, and recognition of who you truly are. So I'm going to say that again, power Power is this pure, overflowing wisdom. It's a knowing. As Lisa Nichols used to say in The Secret, it's like, I know, like, I know, like, I know, like, I know kind of wisdom. And in an embodiment and recognition of all that you are. So it is that space of being authentically aligned in the most powerful way possible and remembering who you are and not listening to all of the outsized noise telling you who you should be, how you're supposed to be like dictating or giving you permission. And so this is a space where I want you to think about letting go of the need for validation or permission. And it's coming back to a space. And I think about the word empowerment. We talk about, I'm going to create these environments where I'm empowering others. And I want to challenge that because the word empowerment in and of itself is power from within. It's that space of empowerment. It's embracing, embodying, and capturing power that's already contained within us. So if we think about that space of being pure, overflowing wisdom, embodiment, and recognition of our own authentic light, being aligned as fuck as possible in a space that says, I know, like I know, like I know, like I know who I am, what I represent and what I am here to serve. That is power. That is real power that no one can take that from us unless we hand over our, we hand over permission to do so. Being empowered is something we choose to do. It's like motivation. No one can motivate you. I can inspire you all day. I, we can I, we can raise the roof. I can light it up. And you choose to be motivated to take inspired action as a result. Motivation is something that is super intrinsic. And it is in a space where you decide, you choose 
to motivate yourself. Because oftentimes when we talk about motivation, we're waiting. We say, well, when I get motivated, then I'll take action. And what we realize don't realize is we've got that inverted. We need to take inspired action in order to motivate ourselves. So it's the movement, it's the action, it's the tapping into that internal power that then creates momentum for us to keep tapping into more and more and more and more of that internal power. So I say that. So the first way that I define power is the fact that it's this pure overflowing wisdom embodiment and recognition of who you authentically are. The second acronym, because one was just not enough to talk about power, is a space of power is the potential or potentiality that occurs within you and is expressed responsibly. So I want you to think about that for a minute. If power is first and foremost, a space of pure overflowing wisdom, embodiment and recognition of who you are, it is also this potentiality or this potential that only occurs within you and then is expressed responsibly. Because this is where we create the space of power with, not power over. Power over comes from a scarcity mindset. It comes from a need to control. It is very fear-based and it is being triggered by insecurities, by scarcity mindset, by fear, by unknowns, by this idea that there's not enough versus power with says, uh, not only am I learning how to stand in my light and my leadership, I am also creating spaces to invite and activate others to do so as well. And so it's a space where we learn to lead collectively. We learn to tap into power. And I think about one of my favorite examples of this, and I feel like this cartoon was way before its time. One of my favorite cartoons growing up, and, and many of you, this will date me a little bit, but I remember Saturday morning cartoons. Like I used to get up in the morning, We'd watch Saturday morning cartoons. Then we'd go bowl because I was a military kid. So that was our, our thing. Every Saturday there was bowling. I bowled my entire, you know, first grade through the senior year of high school. I did travel leagues. Like bowling was a thing, right? But we watched morning cartoons. We went bowling and then we came back and finished watching uh, morning cartoons. And one of my favorite cartoons back in the day um, was the Care Bears. And so if you remember the Care Bears, and if you don't know the Care Bears, go look it up because I, I you can go out on YouTube and see like a two and a half minute clip and it's perfect. But if you remember all of the Care Bears and their friends all had a unique emblem on their belly. Like there was the four leaf clover Care Bear who was all about good luck. There was the heart Care Bear, which was all about love and compassion and kindness. There was the flower Care Bear, the rainbow Care Bear. Like every Care Bear had its own emblem. And as you watch the cartoon, each of the... Care Bears had their unique gifts. And so when evil would come or when the darkness would come, each Care Bear had a opportunity to shine their light, right? They would shine their bell, the emblem, they would light up the emblem on their belly and they would project that light out and it would over, it would combat or overcome different darkness or, or things that were showing up from an evil perspective. Now, while they had that power, they had really big power. Some of them really had some strength in some different areas, the real power came when the Care Bears would come together. They would like line up and they would like kind of link arms and they would go Care Bear stare. And what would happen is every one of those Care Bears would activate together. And so the emblem on their chest would get lit up and the force of the energy or the power of the energy that was contained in each and every one of those little, you know, cute little squishy Care Bears 
became this force, this, this, this entity that was bigger than any of them. And so it always ended where there was some kind of evil or some kind of thing that was, that was happening that, that one or two or three Care Bears could not fight by themselves. When they came together and they did the Care Bear Stare, however, they would activate such power collectively that they had the opportunity to shine that light and defeat anything. That was so brilliant because think about it. We are, it's exactly what we have the opportunity to do. We all have these emblems, our gifts, these things that are a part of our soul contract that when activated, we are pure magic. We can overcome crazy obstacles and challenges and trials and tribulations. We can step into things that scare the living hell out of us. And we can step into those things powerfully and confidently and recognize the power that we each have individually. So we have that ability to do that for ourselves. That's that's part of the opportunity on how you lead yourself, how you're leading it forward, how you're choosing to show up and serve and take personal responsibility inside that space. Again, my definition of leadership. When we choose to come together and lead it forward from a place of collective power, this is where real change occurs. And so it takes every one of us standing in that space to know how to activate that authentic light, to be aligned as fuck in a space that says, I know what that emblem is. I know how to tap into that power, that pure overflowing wisdom, embodiment, and recognition of who I am. And then finding the rest of my tribe, my people, my community, to come together, activate, and lead that at a higher capacity. That's where real power and magic happen. And so when we think about that, then it's in that space of knowing that there's this potentiality, there's this potential that occurs within each of us that when expressed responsibly, so we are taking personal responsibility for how we're choosing to show up. We're taking personal responsibility for how we're choosing to serve. We're taking personal responsibility to step into our soul contract and live our most authentic life, shining that light so that we become the lighthouse to attract and call in the people that need us. We are all here to serve in some capacity, period. Hard stop. We are all here to put our gifts into the world, hard stop, so that when we choose to know that, when we choose to step into that potential that lives within us, that occurs within us, and then ex express it responsibly so that it is a power with, not power over, that is where real change, real magic, and where we have the opportunity to lift the level of consciousness and the, and the, the, the level of leadership that is so required right now. And so when I talk about power, there are five ways that we can step into power. There are five Ps. Let's call it the five Ps of power. Okay, so you can define power as this pure, overflowing wisdom, embodiment, and recognition of who you are. And this potentiality, this potential that occurs within that when expressed responsibly activates a higher level of consciousness and activates a higher level of leadership, there are five P's to help you tap into your personal power. The first P is knowing your purpose. It's knowing first and foremost that you are here with purpose, that you in and of itself are purpose, that we go out seeking, I need to go find my purpose. I need to figure out what I'm here to do when all we have to do is be in alignment with who we are. It's why I talk about being aligned as fuck is the ultimate life hack. 
It is the hack that says when you stand in a space to recognize you are worthy just because you are enough because you are here taking breath in this moment enough, no other reason, just because, and you know that you are your purpose. You are purpose. You are purposely in this world, in this moment with great purpose. That in and of itself is purpose. So when you dial into that, when you dial into a space that says, I know that I am here to show up powerfully. I know that I am here to show up in purpose, with purpose and of purpose. And I know that my life has value, that I am here to contribute and serve something, even if it's planting a garden, even if it's just the smile you offer people when you walk out of the house, you're here to be sunshine. Maybe that's your little Care Bear stare. You are someone here is just to spread sunshine and kindness. Whatever your role is, purpose is the first P of power. It's standing in that space that says, my purpose is who I am. My purpose is why I choose to get up every morning and lean in. I know that I am here for something greater than myself. I honor that. And I take responsibility to stand in that space and be all that I can be in this moment right now. And I think about Don Miguel Ruiz's four agreements. And one of them says, do your best. And I love how he expresses that doing your best looks different every day. Every day is not your A plus game. It's just not. We're not wired that way. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. And sometimes we have some human moments. That is part of our opportunity. That's that's the gift that's been given to us is to experience, experience the humanness of this life, right? And so there are days where your best might not be your your normal A plus A, I'm all lit up on. Maybe it's a rest day, but that purpose of knowing how you choose to show up in that space, can I showing up in the best of my capacity with the best that I know in this moment right now? Did I give my best for whatever my best looks like now? That's you stepping into that first P of purpose or first P, but first P of power. This is a problem when you create alliterations, get a little tongue tied in that. So this is the opportunity when you stand in that first P of power. Are you standing in a space to be of, in, and on purpose? Okay, so that's the first P of power. The second P of power is the pause. There is such power in the pause. It's taking a breath. And many of you that have done work with me in the past, you know, I talk about the space in between reaction and response is where the magic happens. It's where resiliency is born. It's only in the pause that the notes become music. And I love Willie Nelson and others talk about how music happens in the space in between the notes. If it were just one long continuous note, it would just be noise, which most of us are living in is a space of just noise upon noise upon noise upon noise. We're in this world of busy, the ultimate four letter word, and we're just cranking and winding and grinding and going and don't even have time to go to the bathroom because your schedule's so full and there's no space to just breathe pause, the ability to slow down, sometimes full stop. I took a sabbatical for two months, wasn't planned and the best thing that could have ever happened. 
because that full stop, that pause was needed in order for me to activate this next level. I've been on fire since coming out of that pause. And we think that when we slow down, oh my God, I'm going to lose sight of moving that ball forward. I'm going to lose sight of all the energy and the momentum. When sometimes we need to be redirected, we need to learn how to pivot. We need to be in a space where we can create more resiliency to step back and say, does this still feel like it's aligned? Is this still lighting me up? Is this still due north? Only when we create pause, do we create space for creativity, for innovation, for ideas. I love Einstein used to say this all the time. His genius did not happen in the doing. His genius happened in the non-doing or the being space, the white space that most people don't even know what that looks like. There has to be real space to dream, to think, to imagine, to play, to activate things that light us up. When was the last time you did something that really fed your soul? It's one of the things I ask people whenever I do a speaking engagement or do a training. One of the very first things I ask is on a scale of one to 10, how vibrant, alive, engaged, present, and energized are you feeling in your life right now? And when was the last time you feel you fed your soul? We are not taking pause to actually be in this life. We're so busy doing all the shit that we are not creating space to actually savor the experience. We are not here. Most people, when you look at their human design, 70% of the population or more is here for a sense of fulfillment and satisfaction, not for how much shit can we get done. Yet we have created a culture that's all about how much did you produce? What are you getting done? How can you do more? And it's just pound, pound, pound. And that force is where we are handing our power over to others to dictate what our life should or should not be. When you create a pause, you get to connect back into a space that says, I know, like I know, like I know. And I believe in that potential that occurs within me. I'm here to express that responsibly. There is pure overflowing wisdom, embodiment, and recognition of who I truly am. And I am ready to stand in that 100%, no exceptions. I tell people I am no longer available to play small in my life in any way possible. That is the whole mindset around, look, the ultimate life hack is saying, are you willing to be aligned as fuck? It means letting go of all that outside push and force that says you got to do more. You got to wind, you got to grind, you got to hustle. And taking a space to pause, to rest, to restore, to reflect, to ask yourself bigger questions that says, am I in a space that's meaningful for me? Do I even know how I define success? And it's not just a metric about how much shit I can get done. That pause is essential. So the first space is reconnecting back into your why, reconnecting into your light, your knowing, your purpose, your due north guidance, your intuition, your body, your heart, your soul. The second space is then giving you breath to actually play in that space, to dance in that space, to be able to tap into what's trying to call through you. That whisper is speaking to you all the time. And we are so effing busy, we're missing the call. So the first piece is around purpose. 
The second P is around pause. The third piece, and this one is really challenging for a lot of you, is permission and not permission from someone else. You need to stop effing waiting for permission from anybody other than yourself. You do not need someone to validate how worthy, how enough you are and how ready you are in this moment to lead from where you're at. It is time for you to learn how to say yes to yourself and a clean, healthy yes that says, I am doing this for me because by choosing me, I am empowering myself to be able to show up and serve for others. It starts with you giving yourself permission in a big intentional way. And permission being, I get not everybody's going to understand this. Permission being, I get I'm going to disrupt some shit. Permission being, I get there might be some people that fall away. Permission saying, I know, like I know, like I know, and I choose me first. Only when you choose yourself first can you step up in a way to truly serve and activate the gifts that you've been given. You have to give yourself permission to fill your cup first. You need to create a space where there are bookends on your day, on your, on your work, on your week, on everything. It says, am I creating a space to intentionally ask myself and guide myself on how I choose to lead right now? And am I taking inventory on how I chose to show up that day? Am I giving myself permission to nurture myself, mind, body, and spirit? Am I giving myself permission to ask for what I need? to create boundaries so that my yes and my no are both clean and no longer dirty? Am I giving myself permission to say I am not available for that? Because once we connect back into that purpose, our purpose, you being purpose and knowing your why, and you give yourself that pause, then it's an opportunity to step up and elevate to say, I I'm choosing me and I am choosing the soul contract that I sign coming into this world. I choose the next level of what I get to become. That permission is powerful and it's often a space where people get stuck and it gets sticky. The fourth piece then is the power of the pivot. It's learning how to redirect. It's learning how to create that resiliency that allows us to let go of how or why something is happening or not happening. It allows us to surrender control and drop into a space of trust and faith and hope that says, I know, I trust I have faith that if this is what's channeling through me, if this is what's lighting me up, then I will be supported in every way possible by God, universe, source, whatever you choose to call it. I know that by allowing myself and giving myself permission to stand in what's calling through me, then I will be redirected wherever I need to go, whatever rabbit holes and tangents I need to take. Because I know that while I can envision it this big, God, universe, Tao, source, Penelope can bring it to me so much bigger. 
And it's only when I surrender the need for control that when I stop reacting, which is an emotional response to a trigger, and it comes from a space of fight, flight, freeze, freak out, it comes from fear and insecurities and a scarcity mindset. When I stop reacting and give myself that breath, that pause and create more resiliency for myself, then I can move into a place to choose my response. It's only in the power of that pivot that I can choose a response that feels aligned with who I am and the work that I choose to do. Okay, so that pivot becomes the, the fourth piece. The fifth P then is around presence. So if you start with tapping back into your purpose and knowing that you are your purpose, giving yourself pause and time to play and imagine and dream and breathe white space so that then you can give yourself real permission for what's needed for you to step forward in a powerful way, intentional way. You have the tools you need to pivot as the universe is redirecting you for bigger and better opportunities. When you know, and the, and the power of that pivot says this or something better, this or something better. If this is my request and my order that I'm placing in the catalog of the universe, then I know that this or something better is on its way. I don't have to know how, when, or why it's showing up for me. I trust that I got clear about what I'm calling in. We are manifesting 24 seven, oftentimes manifesting very unconsciously, unintentionally. We are not being present with our thoughts and, and what we're feeding ourselves, body, mind, and spirit. So that presence becomes the fifth P. That presence says, am I showing up in this moment? Or am I worrying and rehashing things in the past that I cannot change? Nothing that's happened in the past can be redone. Nothing that's happened in the past can have a different story or a different incident. It can have a different story. You can stop telling the same story. But what happens is too many of us are looking in that rear view mirror and we keep rehashing the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, robbing us from the present moment. Or we're doing what I would call future projecting. We're so in the, what's gonna happen next? Oh my God, what's the next step on the staircase? Holy crap, what if this happens? And what if this happens? And what if this happens? That we're missing the opportunity to choose in this moment. This moment dictates what your future will be. Every choice you make in the moment creates a ripple effect that starts to lay the domino pieces to open up access to the very things you want to call in in the future. This is how you're manifesting. Most of us are doing it unconsciously. So only when we get in a space to align with our purpose, know our why powerfully, pause to give ourselves breath to actually feel into what's trying to call through us. What is lighting us up? When's the last time you actually like listen to your body, listen to those whispers so that you can give yourself real permission to stand in a space that says, I say yes to me first. And that's the kind of selfish we need to step into. That's what's shifting universally from the, the universe's human design is we are moving into the space 
where it's only when we start to follow guidance from our own intuition first that we can be of true service to anyone else. That selfish space that says, I choose me because it's only when I know that I am filling my cups first. It's that space of being self-full that says, I am doing this in order to serve at my highest and best capacity and to serve others. So that then you have the opportunity to pivot and dance in the way that the universe needs you to move in a fluid, organic way. And then it's a space of, am I being present? Am I asking the question right now? I just had a conversation with a client today when we were talking about, look, you do not need to see the whole staircase. Martin Luther King used to say it all the time. You only need to see the first step. What happens is too many of us are trying to figure out every step we got to take from here to like the next hundred steps. All you need to do is put yourself in the present moment and ask the question that's relevant to the question that's presenting right here and right now. Does this feel good for me? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Next question. Do I want to move in this direction? No. Okay, pivot. Where do I want to go? Like literally all you need to do is stay present and life will unfold everything you need as you need it to go down those rabbit holes or go down that path or keep your compass due north. But it's in those five P's of power that you get to trap into the true essence of what lies within. Power is not an outside game. I know we have a culture that is abusing power right now, and it's become a space where people are handing their power over right and left, allowing other people to dictate their truth. It's why we're so polarized. It's why we have this space of separation. And the more we keep fighting the polarization, red, blue, left, right, this, that, the more we keep separating from our own personal power. It's only when we choose differently. It's only when we lean in to recognize that power is never anything. Real power is not outside of us. Real power is not something someone can give you. I don't care what laws are out there. I don't care anything. We are sovereign beings that get to decide whether or not you take your power and own your power or whether you're giving it out for everybody else. And I think about so many times, like people are like, I don't want to, I don't want to decide about that. I don't want to play in that. I don't. And what we don't realize sometimes is not making a decision, not deciding us means we are decide letting other people choose that path for us. We have an opportunity right now to reclaim our power back individually and collectively. And so I urge you to think about power with power within, it is not power over. Anytime someone is trying to assert power over, know that that's force. Know that that's coming from a place of fear, of insecurity, of scarcity, and it will never create an abundant space. It's only when I can stand in a space to recognize my power so that then I can see reflected back the power within you, that we can collectively come together to link our arms and become those care bearers and create something more powerful than ourselves. So with that, I hope you will take an opportunity to explore this idea of power. Real power, real power is something that's yours and yours alone. You get to choose whether or not you are going to honor that power within you, or if you're going to hand it out for someone else to tell you what to do. And so with that, I want to thank you all for showing up today. 
Um, pretty powerful conversation around power, right? <laughs> so anyway, I want to remind you that power really is that space of pure overflowing wisdom, embodiment, and recognition of knowing who you are and being aligned as fuck in that space. And it's the potentiality, the potential that occurs within each of us that we have the opportunity to express responsibly. So with that, please remember, it is always your choice. That is the power that lies within. Leadership is a choice. Reclaiming your power is a choice. Choosing to stand in your sovereignty is a choice. Empowering yourself is a choice. And so recognizing how powerful you truly are, that is my wish for you. Well, all right, y'all, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining me today. Please hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. You can also find me out in the socials. In the meantime, remember, say yes to yourself, destroy the noise getting in your way, and live your life aligned as fuck. This is Candy Barone, and I will catch you next time.